Welcome to The Alignment Show, featuring conversations with folks who have taken steps to identify their highest values and align their lives around them. Time on this earth is not unlimited, and you may be seeking to make sure you spend your time on things that matter to you. These conversations will encourage you and support you in doing so. Now, let's meet this week's guest on The Alignment Show. And a good morning, good evening, good afternoon, wherever you are in the world, for sure. You are here with us today on The Alignment Show, where we talk about living your values and valuing your life. It is my privilege today to introduce you to somebody else that I know from Speaker Speak Live. We mention that group quite frequently here on The Alignment Show. Uh, It's a group where speakers come together in order to hone their craft. And so Julie Cooley is somebody that I met through that. Let me tell you a little bit about Julie. Uh, Julie is passionate about helping others with undiagnosed chronic illnesses, helps them to overcome their frustrations by shifting their mindset. Now, Julie has studied many alternative healing modalities, including meditation, sound healing, Qigong. She is a true believer that when you heal your mind, you can help heal your body. Now, you'll hear in our conversation, she shares her three R's to reclaim your life back from chronic illness. And so without any further ado, as they say, let's bring on the recording of, um, of Julie. Uh, and uh, ooh, ooh, I just realized I did not line that up ahead of time. This is one of the, the real fun parts of um, live presentation. Okay, so where are we? Here we are. Okay, let's welcome Julie Cooley. And we're glad to have you with us this week on The Alignment Show. We've already introduced Julie Cooley to you. Uh, At least I think my live self has done this, as uh, I've mentioned, probably. I'm still getting used to this split personality thing. But this is being recorded because we just couldn't quite work out uh, getting on live at our usual time. But... It is my pleasure now to go ahead and bring on Julie Cooley. Julie, welcome to The Alignment Show. Thank you, Don. I really appreciate you inviting me. It's it's so good to have you on here. And I, I've, I've known you for a while now through Speaker Speak Live, but I don't know a lot about your backstory. And that was what was getting my interest as we talk about uh, The Alignment Show and what it's here for. You know, what we, we talk about uh, folks who maybe during the pandemic realized life is short and they didn't want to spend their lives doing something they didn't want to do. Your assessment, reassessment, realignment happened prior to the pandemic, I think, right? Way before, yes. Okay, so so give us a little bit of background about maybe what were you doing before and what was it that led you to this realization that you needed to make some changes? Well, the most important thing, in my opinion, to be aligned with is our health. If you don't have your health, you don't have anything. If you don't have energy to go to work, to pursue your dreams, to be there for your family, you know, life's pretty lousy when you don't feel good. And unfortunately, in college, I became chronically ill. And I started going to doctor, to doctor, to doctor, to doctor. Oh, I got everything from it's in your head to there's nothing wrong with you to it's stress. 
uh, recently, oh, it's Lyme disease, which they can't prove because it happened so long ago that, you know, there's nothing there and the tests are inconclusive. So, you know, it was really frustrating not feeling well day in, day out, still having to hold a full-time job and relationships and everything else that goes with life when you feel crummy. And the really hard part is when it's invisible, people don't believe you. Oh, Julie, you look fine. There was one day at work when I worked retail in my early career that I had to close down the store because nobody could cover for me. I was so sick, but nobody saw it. So they didn't believe me and I almost lost my job. So that's what really puts on another layer of complexity. And, you know, I learned that I can't, put my health in somebody else's hands. I have to take control of it. I have to align with my body and see what my body is trying to tell me. And I think the last three years have taught us that too, that we can't just give our power away because somebody has a title. We have to have a part in it. So through a lot of self-help books and courses and trial and error, because it's a lot of trial and error, I have found some practices that can help me and other folks take their power back and get their life back from chronic illness. And mm -hmm. I call it the three R's to reclaim your life. Okay. And the yeah, and, and we want to dig into what those three R's are no no that's hard to say no pun intended uh but before we go to that just you know to get some clarity around uh, the situation uh as as you're talking about how to manage this you're not necessarily talking about uh, an alternative cure although that could come into what we're talking about it's about how to manage the way that we think about the situation is that is that an accurate way to put it Yes, there's a big difference between a cure and healing. And of course, we all want the cure. <laughs> we all want to feel better 100% of the time. We want a magic pill without any work. And abracadabra, it's gone. Unfortunately, that's not how it works. So the mm -hmm. alternative is to heal. And to heal is using the body, mind, and spirit to make changes in your life and unfortunately, I hate to say this, it's slower, it's more work, but the great thing is it also works. The bad thing about pills is if you watch TV at all, you know they have plenty of side effects. And sometimes you need a pill and then you need a pill for that pill and then you need a pill for that pill. So yeah, it might be easier, but the thing with Western medicine is fantastic for things like broken arms or back surgery or the things that are acute. But when it comes to chronic illnesses, it's lifestyle changes, which is more work. Mm -hmm. You know, the pill might make you feel a little better for a little while, but it doesn't address the root cause where lifestyle changes can help you with the root cause, mm -hmm. even if you don't know what it is. Well, and, and along with that, I mean, like in your situation, and no doubt some of the folks that you work with, there's just the simple unknown aspect of it. I mean, aside from the difficulty of people not believing you, which is problematic in and of itself, it, 
as human beings, you know, we want an explanation, right? I mean, we want to know what's going on. So part of what you're dealing with, I think, is is helping people deal with the uncertainty. Uh, am I reading that right? You definitely are. We all want to know, you know, what is it we're, quote, fighting? I don't like using war language with it, but, you know, how can you overcome something if you don't know what it is? Fortunately, there are some mindset shifts you can make and some body, mind, spirit techniques that you can incorporate into your life to help no matter what it is. But of course we want to know. And that's the frustration, frustrating thing about medicine is they don't know everything. Uh, I read a study in Time magazine many, many years ago that doctors only know what their doctors taught them. So it's like they only know like 25%. And here we are putting a lot of faith. And I'm not dissing doctors. You know, they're great people who want to help us. But unfortunately, it's the system itself that makes it really, really difficult cult because those poor doctors and we know this because of covid the, the doctors and nurses are heroes that they were overworked they have to follow insurance rules they don't have time to study they don't have time to research you're lucky if they saw your chart before your appointment and you get a 15 minute appointment what can you do in 15 minutes? So the trick is here is to do your own research, to do some trial and error, see what works for you. And then when you have your doctor visits, come prepared with questions and your observations so that you can set up that partnership for success hmm. rather than just hand over all the power and say, oh, I don't feel good, doctor. The, you know, this is what's going on. Now cure me. Yeah, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. I, I, this is not something we had talked about beforehand, but it's a question that occurs to me just now as we're talking about this. Um, there's a lot of misinformation out there on the Internet. You, know, you, you can read all kinds of, of stuff, and some of that misinformation no doubt leads to people getting worse or making themselves worse, whether it's believing what we might call... Um, generally accepted medical myths or whether it's some of the fringe stuff. So how do you figure out, yes, do your own research. How, how do you figure out the stuff that is solid? That might be non-standard, but you know, it, it's solid. Does that question make sense? Absolutely. It's unfortunately, it's a lot of trial and error. And because there's no one size fits all, ask anybody who's ever tried to lose weight. You know, you got the grapefruit diet and the keto diet and the paleo diet and vegan and being a carnivore. I mean, there's so much information out there, but not everything works for everyone. So you have to kind of see how you feel after you do things because it's maddening, Don. Eggs are good for you. Eggs are bad for you. Coffee's good for you. Coffee's bad for you. If you followed everything that's on the Internet, um, we would be dying because we couldn't ingest anything. <laughs> so oh, yeah. it really depends on, you know, what decade it is. Uh, they change, you know, cholesterol's good for you. Cholesterol's bad for you. Fat's good for you. Fat's bad for you. Really, you have to test it yourself. Uh, there was a story about a gentleman who ate McDonald's every single day, and he was perfectly healthy. I do not recommend that, <laughs> you know, uh, me, I have something like that. I will be sick for a very long time. So it really oh, yeah. depends on the person and 
So you got to test it. Like dairy does not make me feel good. So I'm not going to eat it. You mm-hmm. need to see for yourself what makes you feel good. And that means that we have to be aware and most people aren't. So it's really helpful to do like maybe an elimination diet just for like a week or two and then bring the foods back because then your body is cleansed and then it, it will tell you oh, no, this doesn't make me feel good, or I feel really energized. For instance, I love Indian food, but it makes me really lethargic afterwards. I'll still eat it because it's, you know, I love it, but I do know. As long as you know, as long as you know. I know it's going to make me lethargic, but a salad energizes me. So Mm -hmm. really, you have to decide for yourself, what's my body saying? How do I feel afterwards? You know, be aware after you eat. Am I really tired? Am I ready to take a nap? Or... Do I feel like I can go all day? And that's what's going to tell you what foods are right for you. And just to make things a little more complicated, I'm aware of that story you were talking about, the guy who actually ate McDonald's every day and was fine. Uh, as I recall, one of the things that he did was to cut the, um, the servings in half. In other words, he was not eating as much as what that other guy some years back who ate for a whole month and got pretty sick, you know? And, and so there's so many different factors that can come in. You may think that it's a particular food, but it could be that particular food in conjunction with something else, or it could mm-hmm. be how much you're eating. And, and that, that makes it difficult. Um, I'm coming back to the uncertainty thing. One of the things that we deal with in our household is we have a, a a daughter with a very rare chromosomal disorder. There's only 15 to 20 like her known in the world at any given time. Now we know what to expect from measles because millions of people have had measles. Nobody knows what to expect with her condition. There's just no prognosis. So in the middle of this kind of uncertainty, or on the other hand, the, the plethora of information that's out there on the internet, this mindset thing that we keep coming back to, I can see where these days it is even more important than it has always been. Now, you, you started talking about the three R's a little while ago. Do you want to expand on those or is that giving away uh, the kitchen, so to speak? Oh, no, not a problem. It's about helping people. Absolutely. So it's about body, mind, spirit. So the first R is relax because when you are in pain, or you're not feeling well, the first thing you do subconsciously is tighten those muscles. And that makes it even worse. And that can add to the pain. It can add to the sickness. So it's not always easy to accept the sickness. I mean, we want to push it away because it's unpleasant. But if you just take a deep breath and not push it away and you just kind of let it flow through you and don't identify with it because it's not you and that's a very common issue with people and i i did it you know i wake up all the time i'm sick i'm sick i'm sick i'm sick i'm sick and we'll get into that in a moment with the mind part of it is it's not you so once you can kind of disidentify from it then you can relax a little bit more. And if you're healthy enough, try to find a form of exercise that will help you relax. I'm a huge fan of Qigong. Qigong is similar to Tai Chi, but instead of walking with the movements, you stand still and it's a little more repetitive. It's easy to do. 
You can do it sitting, you can do it lying. So even if you're really not feeling well, you can still do these movements and it helps unblock your blockages that you have in your energy field and it helps raise your energy. So with practice, it will help you become healthier. Uh, so we all have an energy field and what Eastern practitioners believe is that when you have blockages in your energy field, that's what causes sickness, which brings us into mind, reframe. So your mind can cause sickness. It has been proven that 75 to 90 percent of doctor's visits are due to stress. We all have stress. If you work in the corporate world, if you have a job, if you have kids, if you have a spouse, you're going to have stress. If you live in the world, you're going to have stress. We hear a lot about stress, but it's reframing those thoughts. Because if you have the thought like at work, I'm overwhelmed, I'm never going to get everything done and, you know, everything's coming at you, you're going to be stressed. You're not going to feel well. But if you reframe those thoughts and say, okay, I'm human, I can only do one thing at a time, and you just focus on that one thing, then that reduces the stress and helps you stay in the present moment. And mindfulness is a fantastic tool to help you observe your thoughts, reframe them, and stay in the present moment. Not an easy thing to do. We're we're always living in the past or the future, you know, thinking about things that happened and we, how we wish we did something differently or we're angry at somebody, what they did in the past or even, you know, good memories or the future. We're feeling anxious, how we're going to pay our bills, what's going to happen with our job, especially with a recession looming. You know, we've had a lot of stress recently in the last three years. But if you stay in the present moment, very rarely is something wrong right here, right now. And it's just observing those thoughts and reframing. And then my favorite is the spirit replenishing. Find what brings you joy. You know, even if you're not feeling well, can you watch a favorite movie? Can you listen to a favorite song? Read a book, something that's going to spark you and give you some joy. You know, we all say how busy we are, but if you can take five minutes a day to have joy, it will pay in dividends. So relax body, reframe your thoughts, replenish your spirit. And of course, there's a lot more to go into, but that's just a very high level overview. Oh, sure, sure. And I mean, these are things that... Uh, your formulation makes it easier to remember when you're under stress. I mean, you know, one of my things is when you're up to your neck and alligators, it's hard to remember your objective was to drain the swamp, you know. And so just that that framing, no pun intended, of those three R's will help you to remember under stress to do those things. And it also strikes me that these are things that are going to help whether or not you have a chronic illness. I mean, it's just going to help deal with life. It's just that much more important to have the, these kind of things with the chronic illness. Um, there is something I'm wondering about. I, I'm, there are a lot of folks who, uh, including some of the folks that you speak to, uh, that, that will take these kind of things, change their lives with them, 
they don't necessarily then go out there and try to teach other people about them. So along with what led you to take control of your own health situation, uh, I'm wondering what led you to want to teach those things to other people. What led you to become a speaker and, and, and whatever else you're working on? I hate to see people suffer. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've been empathetic since I was born. <laughs> I really care about people. And you always don't want your pain to be for nothing. You want to use your pain and turn it into a purpose for it to have served some good. So I want to take what I've learned and hopefully shortcut it for somebody else because I've been doing this for decades and it hasn't been easy. It's a practice. And if I can help other people shortcut it so that they can incorporate into their lives and hopefully shave off years of suffering, you know, that would be wonderful because that's what we're here to do is to support and serve others. And I love the saying that I've heard from Judy Carter, who is a comedian, your mess is your message. Yes. So, you know, we all have a story. We all have wisdom that we can share. And those of us who have bigger messes have even bigger messages. So, you know, I just want to help folks. Uh, As far as speaking, honestly, it didn't occur to me until... I don't know, maybe 15 years ago, I was in a Buddhist group and I gave talks and I taught workshops. And then when I joined Toastmasters about 10 years ago, it really flowed and I love to speak. And of course, when I figured out, of course, I have to have a message. It was a no brainer because this is what I've been going through. This is how I can help people. And fortunately, my chronic illness is a lot less. Am I 100% healthy and, you know, never get sick? No, I don't think that's humanly possible. But am I a lot better? Yes. And have I overcome most of the symptoms? Yes. So that's, you know, why I want to teach it. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Um, And the... um... How would I say the, the, the tie in with the Buddhist um, practice, you know, the mindfulness thing um, is it I know you live in Colorado that uh, Naropa Institute, I think, is out your way. Is it not? Yes, it is. But actually, I was in Connecticut at the time when I used to teach courses and okay. I was in a group called the Buddhist Faith Fellowship of Connecticut and I was a Dharma teacher there. Okay. Okay. So those streams kind of come together very nicely with this. Um, For folks who are listening audio only, you're not seeing on the screen, but I did put up uh, a a QR code for the folks that are seeing this in video to be able to connect with Julie through her LinkedIn. I think LinkedIn is the best way to get in touch with you. Is that right, Julie? Yes. Yes, it is. And, And so for folks who are with us on audio only, uh, let's see, what's the easiest way for us to help people find you? I don't know how many Julie Cooleys there may be. Uh, it's actually Julianne Cooley on LinkedIn, and that's okay. with one N. Okay, so, I, and I'm putting it another way for video folks here who are a little more text-oriented. But, yeah, thank you for making that clear. It's uh, J-U-L-I-A-N-E-C-O-O-L-E-Y. Uh, and 
you know, we've been connected on LinkedIn for a while. I have no idea if there might be other Julianne Cooleys out there. So. No, actually, I'm the only Julianne. There are other Julie Cooleys, but Julianne with one N is mm. I'm the only one. My parents okay, decided to, to curse yeah. me with a, a different spelling of Julianne. So. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that uniqueness makes us nervous when we're in junior high school, but it helps with things like LinkedIn. So yes. <laughs> okay. Well, folks, I would encourage you to reach out to uh, to Julie for um, more guidance on this kind of thing, especially if you need to hire a speaker, because uh, I, I don't you, you don't have plans. I don't think right now for um, doing a book or coaching or that sort of thing. Am I wrong about that? Your focus is on speaking. Yes, my focus is on speaking as I teach one thing at a time. Yes. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> indeed, indeed. But you, you do, uh, and again, correct me if I'm wrong on this, you do live in-person speaking, but you also do virtual speaking, correct? That's correct, yes. Okay, and, and I like to emphasize that for folks who do it. You know, thanks to the pandemic, a lot of us went on Zoom didn't particularly want to, but then during those two or three years, we found out there's a lot of advantages to that. You can do some things in Zoom that you can't do with a live audience. And so I, I've, uh, folks, I've seen Julie uh, on Zoom presentations. She's very effective in that setting. So if you need a speaker, I encourage you to reach out to uh, Julie Cooley. So we're coming to an end of our time here today, Julie, but uh, is there um, uh, there's something I always like to ask as I'm wrapping up with somebody. I'm always a generalist talking to people who have special areas, uh, their special areas of strength. There's probably something that you may wish that I had asked that I didn't ask. So what do you wish I had asked and what would be your response to that? Well, rather than um, saying what I wish you had asked, I just want to say to folks who are challenged with these undiagnosed chronic health issues is there's hope. Do not give up hope. The most important thing you can do is persevere. Don't give up. I mean, there may be days that you just want to crawl into bed and pull the covers over your head, and that's okay. You know, it's okay to have a pity party. It's okay to, to feel what you need to feel, but don't give up. There's all sorts of resources for you. I wish I could just wave a magic wand and we all would be better, but you have to know that it will take practice. It will take effort, but with your perseverance, and if you find what works for you in the relax, reframe, replenish framework, you will feel better. I can't guarantee you'll be cured. Otherwise, I'd be a multi-billionaire, you know, <laughs> and I wish I could do that for you because I don't want to see you suffering. But I can say it will make your life better. So please, please, please know that there are resources for you know that there are people to support you and know that there is hope mm, i love that message of hope in fact it it occurs to me uh, within without getting into buddhist stuff too much here you know one of the basic insights of the historic buddha is that life is suffering now that word suffering as he used it may be stronger than what we mean here in the west but Life is challenging. Life is difficult. Uh, trying to ignore that is what actually can lead to more suffering. So your work is not so much about 
acceptance in the sense of giving up, but rather recognizing that you can deal with it and that there is a way to do so. And that there are gifts to it. You might not think so at the time when you are in pain and when you're suffering, but you're going to be stronger. You're going to be healthier. Like I, I tease my husband, he gets mad at me because I'm vegan and gluten-free. And he's like, I have to go to all these specialized restaurants because of you. And I'm like, and you get to try all sorts of different things because of me, you know, Greek and Thai and all this ethnic food, because ethnic food honestly is healthier than American food. So, <laughs> I, you know, it has its gifts. You know, I'm stronger because of it. I found my purpose because of it. I'm more empathetic towards people who suffer because of it. So try to find the gifts too. It might not feel like a gift when you're achy and you're in pain, but when you look back on it, you will see what kind of person you became because you went through it and you're an overcomer. Indeed, indeed. That is just such wonderful insight there. Well, I want to thank you for coming on the Alignment Show, Julie. I think it's a great encouragement to people. It's an encouragement to me. And I'm at this point, I'm going to turn it over to our uh, live host, the live version of me. I don't know which side of the screen I'll be on, but uh, I'm still getting used to this recording thing versus doing live. But in any case, uh, thank you for being on here with us. And let me bid goodbye to the folks here just a moment. Uh, it does occur to me something else, folks, that ties in here. We mention on this program sometimes the wisdom of an old dead Greek guy named Epictetus. He said it in Greek, so this is a very loose translation, but he said in some fashion, it's not what happens to you, but what you think about what happens to you that determines your experience. And Julie's methodology certainly is a means of helping with that. So, Don, take it away. Okay, back live again. So we're getting used to doing it that way. Uh, some weeks we'll just do it straight live some weeks we'll have recordings it just kind of depends on what happens from week to week in any case glad to have had julie on with us for this week want to mention a sponsor for our episode today and that sponsor is me in a sense uh, i am working on a book right now the book is uh, tentatively titled the way of the three-year-old why and you can follow along on that journey as we develop that by going to the website that you'll see on the screen for folks who are listening audio only it is donaldking.com that's d-o-n-n-e-l-l-k-i-n-g.com slash three y-o the number three and lowercase y-o for three-year-old. Uh, you can see how the sausage is made, as we say. So it is in process right now. It is a book that is going to be aimed at this whole idea of figuring out what is your core why. I think we all know Simon Sinek's idea of figuring out your why before your how and your what. But sometimes we can pursue those and still be on sort of a surface level. So we're going to be asking why the way a three-year-old does by continuing to ask until we get to the core. And our book will be a, a business fable about that. We'll follow the, uh, the journey of Dan Roberts as he wrestles with that kind of thing. 
Coming up next week, Valda Ford will be our guest on The Alignment Show. Valda is a registered nurse. She is also a longtime professional speaker. She speaks about health-related issues. And it's a good follow-up to what we just heard from Julie Cooley, another one of our Speaker Speak Live folks. We'll look forward to having that on next week. Remember that you can find the show notes by going to confidencecultivators.com. Uh, We'll put that up with our little QR code again also. That is if I can find it here. There it is. Okay. And for those of you on audio only, confidencecultivators.com. I'm emphasizing the, uh, the plural there. You'll be able to get the show notes from today. You can pick up past episodes, see who is coming up. But whatever it is that we do here on the Alignment Show, we are aimed at helping you to develop your ideals, to live the best life, as we like to say, to live your values and value your life. We will see you next week on The Alignment Show. That's it for this week's episode of The Alignment Show. What has it inspired you to do in your own life? Whatever it is, take action now and take the first step. It will help you to talk with a friend about what you're thinking. Share confidencecultivators.com to spread the goodness. And remember to live your values and value your life. We will see you next week on The Alignment Show.